Lunchtime Live on News Talk. Thanks to Video Doc. See a GP online anytime for prescriptions and sick notes. Download the Video Doc app. Videodoc.ie. This is Kira, and this is a Lunchtime Live podcast from News Talk. If you like what you hear, don't forget that you can subscribe via the app or on iTunes, and make sure to check us out at newstalk.com forward slash lunchtime live. Thanks for listening. On to something completely else, because who has just walked into the room? The wonderful Owen McGee, who is going to tell us this week how we can all stop being broke, which I think is something we could all get behind. I think it's brilliant. Weddings, piss poor bras, knickers, and now how not to be broke. This is the show that talks (laughs) about what people, never mind your Jeremy Corbett, your Brexits, your Theresa Mays. This is what people want to talk about. Absolutely. So what we're going to talk about today is... What is it? This actually ties in with a show that I have running at the moment on RTE One. Uh, half eight tonight, RTE One, second last in the series. And tonight we meet a girl called Rachel. And Rachel's big problem is she really, she's not getting ahead of things. She's late twenty, mid twenties, I better say. Um, and she's not getting ahead of things. And she really struggles to make her money last until the this end of the show, month. This is your show, how to be good with money. How to be good how with money. Good That's with what money it's called. It's called Very how good. to be good with money. Half eight on RTE One. <laughs> right. And um, what 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 we did with Rachel was we really had to pull her back and say okay how are you what is it that you're doing wrong with your money and what are the big problems that we just need to address and what I find really interesting is since this show has gone out people are stopping in the streets which I love and when they're asking you questions and one of the things that this is the biggest question people are asking and it's not it's not like people who are on very low wage or people who are on very high it seems to be everybody how do I make it my money lasts until the end of the month. There's yeah. about 85% of us, well, UK figures are 85% of us get paid by the month, not by the week. And do we, do tons of us end up on our overdraft at the end of the month and all that jazz? Yeah, or in Rachel's case, she didn't have an overdraft, she didn't have any, so what, what Rachel was doing was she was eating beans for the last two weeks of the month. Oh, and right, she, living on air. Kind yeah, of thing. living okay. on nothing and her life, her whole life just stopped. And it's not a class issue, I suppose, if that's the right word to use, in any way. It really affects everybody. So it doesn't matter how much money you have, doesn't matter if you're posh or not posh, doesn't matter across the board, we all run out of money halfway and, through the And month. I think why it affects everybody equally is because of what we talked before about Parkinson's law. And Parkinson's law is actually the law that says if you have an hour to cut the grass, it'll take you an hour to cut the grass. If you have three hours to cut the grass, it'll take you three hours. If you have a salary of 50 grand, your lifestyle will expand to 50 grand. If you get a pay rise to 75 grand, your lifestyle I'll expense the 75 grand. Do you ever get a pay rise and 12 months later someone says to you, you know like 12 months from now because your JNLR figures are going up and you're going to get a massive pay rise today, right? As oh, will, yes. As will the team, right? And me. And what happened is in 12 months time someone says, how do you feel about your pay rise, Kira, that you got this time last year and say, what pay rise? That's because Parkinson's laws kicked in and your lifestyle is expanded So to what do can we do? Because I am a devil for the overdrawn at the end of the month, fritters away money on the devil knows what. I, I am. And, and I cannot pull the poor mouth. I have a good job, all that stuff. So it's not because I'm not getting enough money to, to, to live on. What I'm doing is, is I'm rubbish at managing it. Yes. So you are rubbish at it because we talk about this yes. all the time, how rubbish you are. One of the big things, the concepts to get into your head is, and there's a great YouTube clip. I put it onto Twitter. You can We can see it afterwards. But there's a, it's about the rocks and the sand. And I actually use sand and paper in this case. One of the things we all do, imagine sand is your discretionary spend. That's spending on your lunch and your dinners and your drinks and all of that stuff. So the nice things in life. The like yeah. The rocks are in the case where we I was in an office at the time so the pieces of paper that are represented rocks they're your mortgage and your pension kids, and your saving yeah, kids hear, all them yeah. things yeah. What we tend to do is we get paid we say right so I got paid I deserve to go out for drinks and do it and start spending all the sand. 
and you start spending all this and what happens then is is you get halfway through the month and then a rock hits you like the mortgage repayment comes out or the car loan comes out or your savings pay and you don't have enough space to fit the two of them into your life now if you do it the opposite way around if you do your savings your mortgage your pension at the start of the month and then use the sand your discretionary stuff you'll see yourself run out but you will have you'll have forewarning that you're about to run out but you'll have covered off the really important stuff so you won't, you won't get that pang of fear because the gas bill is coming in or or, or something that actually is important yes okay. yes. yes so okay. it's the rocks in the sand and it's about being a bit clever about saying what things am i going to be hit with well i know my mortgage for example goes out because this is the mortgage providers does it they take it on the seventh of every month so they take it at the end of the first week can I do that with other things? Can I set up payments to, to utility providers and whoever, whoever, so that everything goes out in the first week? Yes. It's and not only that, you can honest. change the month, the day of the month that you pay it. Like a lot of people think, oh, it's the seven of the month. So I'm stuck with that for the whole 30 years of my mortgage. You can contact your mortgage provider and say, can I change that to the 14th or the 21st? Most of them will give you any of one of 28 days. You can't go for the 29th because then they get no money in February one in three years or four years but anyway you can change the days that your direct debits are coming out all institutions at this stage will facilitate but you but you should front see the thing is I hear what you're saying and it makes infinite sense until I say these words so I should front load my month with my bills that's really depressing because the money goes in that you get paid and then all the bills come out and then you look and you've got all left and that kind of hits you in the stomach there's a buddy of mine Dave and probably be listening there's a buddy of mine Dave and he says it's not payday it's transaction day that's what it is but you know what once you have every, you have no idea the difference it feels when you have everything covered off you're looking at your bank account and says I have done everything and all of that money that's left that's mine that's, part, I can spend that's on party that, money that, and it's guilt free party money that's the point I can spend it whatever way you, I want what if, to you see I hear you but here's the thing that's grand for a, a wealthy financial high flyer like yourself but supposing you do all that and what you're looking at then with your, your discretionary money is 11 quid or something. And people go, ah, God damn it, I can't, like, you, know, you know, that's why people start to spend over and go into debt and things, isn't it? Because their discretionary money is not enough to keep them happy. It's not enough to keep them happy. But a lot of the times it's because what they have left over with their discretionary money, they haven't planned. So think about it this way. One of the things that people say is, I, I'd love to go on holidays this year. Right. And you say to yourself, I have gone on holidays every year for the last seven years. So it's likely I'm going to go on holidays this July again. And then in the 1st of July, they're ready to go on holidays and they're surprised that they have no money. Like going on holidays, something that you've done every year for the last seven years, isn't a surprise. So if it's going to cost you, let's be really easy about it. Let's say it's six months away and it's going to cost you 100, it's going to cost you 600 euros. You need to put 100 euros away every month between now and then. If you can't afford to put 100 euros away every month from now to then, you actually can't afford to go on that holiday. And the difference is when you name that saving, when it's when it's different, if you say, I want to save money every month, that, there's no relationship with that. When you say, I want to put 100 quid away every month and then in March, you're not able to do it. It's not, I didn't get to put 100 quid into my savings. It's, I'm not getting to go on my holiday if I don't catch up on this. And there's a significant difference when you name what the savings are for. You're like a psychological wizard is what you are. You're, you're like actually making us trick ourselves into doing things that, that we, we, we didn't otherwise know that we even wanted to do. Um, someone has texted in for you. Paul has texted in for you and says, Kieran, my mortgage provider will not allow me to change my direct debit date. Can I insist? Change your mortgage provider. Bet you that's the solution there. Oh, that, they'll, they'll I, soon I, I am shocked that there's a mortgage provider. I'd love to name and shame them, but we won't. I, I, I'm sure they haven't said it. He hasn't said but it But I would be shocked. I would push again. And you know what? If 
they tell you over the phone they can't be do, do they can't do it, ask them to send you that an email. It's incredible when you're dealing with financial institutions when they say something to you yeah, over the phone. Please put that in writing, yeah, my good man. Yeah, thanks very much. Could you just put that down in writing for me so I can have that? So when the judges get when you're asking the judge to throw me out of my home because I couldn't pay my mortgage, I can show that you wouldn't facilitate me paying on a different day. Do you know what I actually do with my mortgage? I the the bank I'm with do take it on the 7th but I take it out of my current account and put it into the bank account that it pays the mortgage out of on the uh, 30th so I get paid on the 28th it goes out on the 30th so it's gone yes. two days later and then it's paid on whatever day to them but it's already kind of gone from me Look so at the financial wizard I in know. you Look, yeah, and yeah, Isn't I'm, that a good point because there are some of the banks out there will allow you to do these things where, where they will say okay over the next 12 months you know that the car insurance comes out in September that's a big hit you've got your holiday in July and what they'll do is, is they will do a plan for you where you pay in the same amount every month and they cover the bills as they come along. Now it is an overdraft uh, facility in, in certain times of the month but it's the same amount each month and all the bills are being met. Are, there, are there other good tricks Owen as well as obviously hitting the bills big time first of all. Should you for example I hate even saying this it goes against my whole brain but like put limits on certain things for yourself. So if you've already bought a pair of shoes this month you don't need another pair of shoes or, or if you've already you know, bought six coffees this week. You don't need 12 coffees this week. Or are there things that we could do that might put small limitations on us frithering the money, but but might, you know, we could still we could still live happy lives? I would actually suggest you change nothing, but do this one thing. Okay. Right? So change it. absolutely nothing. But when you walk out of a shop or when you look at your bank account, take out your phone and write down what you spent. So 250 on coffee, right? Put it into your notes on your phone. I don't know what the Android version is of notes. This but is the financial equivalent of a food diary. Yeah, I'm hating it. Yeah, no, it's not. Because the difference is, right, when you do this, when you get to the end of the week, you take it all, you write it down. And this is the important part. You take it from your phone and you write it down on a piece of paper. And when you look at that, you say, I spent what on coffee? Like, I love coffee, but I didn't think I loved it that much. And it's about being conscious about where you So change nothing. You do that two weeks in a row and you will want to change it. You're ruining my life is what you're actually doing. But thank you very much. Nonetheless, that is Owen McKee of Prosperous Financial, who is, of course, Lunchtime's live consumer expert. Uh, and he'll be back with us next Thursday. I'm afraid we are out of time today on Lunchtime Live uh, Sean Moncrief will be up next do stay tuned for him um, my thanks as ever to Michael Quilligan on sound to Claire Darmody Emma Cawley and Kira Courtney on the team we will be back at 12 o'clock with Lunchtime Live tomorrow and it will be live and unscripted so get it into the, to the uh, email to us lunchtime live at newstalk.com with whatever you want to talk about but from me Kira, have a wonderful day and thank you so much for listening